Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy and today I'm going to look at a text that I did in class today with my students and even though I have the answers, I can see the answers, I've still had to read this text about five more times before I think I finally understood the text itself. They say that if you can explain something simply, then it means you've understood the topic. Well, until now, I couldn't explain this very simply, but now I think possibly I get it. It's extremely difficult. It's a passage three academic uh, reading, and I'm going to try to show you how, of course, you don't have to understand the whole text. And there's lots of little tricks in this one where you can get the answer pretty quickly. But I just, the, the more I read this text, the more I think, hang on, I've got to read that bit again to understand it. So this is my understanding of the text. It's called The History of the Tortoise. The first line says, if you go back far enough, everything lived in the sea. So basically, it's saying that everything right at the start lived in the sea, but they came out of the sea, including the plants, not only the animals, but the plants. But some of them adapted to land. Some of them went back to the sea. And we can see that in things like whales, you know, that they still have live young but and they breathe air. Um, but other things like turtles um, live in the sea, but they still lay their eggs on the beaches. So basically, it's talking about how animals adapted to land, but some of them didn't like land and went back. Now, the question of the tortoise is an interesting one. Um, and in your language, I don't know if tortoise and turtle are the same thing. I know in many languages they are. But the tortoise is the land-based animal. And what this text argues is that it actually went back into the sea, became a turtle again, but then came out again. And that is basically the last paragraph. They think that it did go back into the sea, but came back out again. That's my understanding of this reading. Um, but what helped me with my first understanding was the amount of biology, zoology terms that I have had to learn for IELTS. So there are things that we learn in school, things like mammals, um, reptiles, amphibians, um, fossils even. We talked about that recently. All of these words will come up in IELTS. You have to learn them and know them if you want to read quickly and understand the text more easily. And I will show you how that will work for you in this text. There are three sets of questions. Um, the first one is true, false, not given. Second is uh, a, a workflow. Um, so it goes through the stages of some research. And then there's a last question which asks you, you know, what is the writer's kind of overall point, basically. And that's what I kind of struggled with for so long. Um, 
with the true false not given, um, as I always say, you can really pretty quickly find where the text divides. Um, and here it's the workflow that divides the text. It starts uh, with the heading. The heading says the method of determining where the ancestors of turtles and tortoises came from. So that's the method. And it starts with a number. It says 71 species. So 71 species starts kind of halfway through the text where they talk about the research carried out by Walter Joyce and Jacques Gautier at Yale University. So let's put that half of the text aside for a moment and let's just focus on the first half where there are true, false, not given questions and, sorry, um, open questions where you can choose no more than two words. All of these questions, therefore, relate to the first half of the text, that is the first three paragraphs. Okay, the first question says, what had to transfer from sea to land before any animals could migrate? So this is the background of migrating to land and it comes in the first paragraph. And in the last line it says, we mustn't forget the plants without whose prior invasion of the land, none of the other migrations could have happened. So the answer is plants, and it's plural. So the plants had to transfer from sea to land first before the animals could migrate. In question 28, it asks for two processes um, in which animals had to make big changes as they moved onto land. So two processes. So we're looking for two things which come together which helped the animals when they changed and moved to land. So go straight to paragraph two. First line, moving from water to land involved a major redesign of every aspect of life, including breathing and reproduction. That's it. We've got two things together with an and. The two words are breathing and reproduction. Make sure you don't put and because that would be three words. So put breathing, comma, reproduction. Reproduction we talked about in the life cycle of a butterfly recently. It's a very common word in IELTS. Okay, question 29. What physical feature possessed by their ancestors do whales lack? Okay, so we're looking for something physical, part of the body. So put it simple. Whales, we know, the mammals in the sea, what do they lack? Lack meaning they don't have. So you quickly find the word whales in the second paragraph. And it says um, they do still breathe air, having never developed anything equivalent to the gills of their earlier marine incarnation. So there's a negative word, never developed, means they lacked the gills, G-I-L-L-S, of their earlier, so that's the ancestors, marine incarnation. 
So the answer is gills. Question 30, you might panic when you see it, but it helps you. It gives you a word to find in the text. It says, which animals might ichthyosaurs have resembled? So ichthyosaur, I guess, is a kind of dinosaur. So I quickly find the word ichthyosaur and find what did they resemble. So I'm just looking for another kind of animal. And when you go to the text, it's paragraph three, says ichthyosaurus were reptilian contemporaries of the dinosaurs with fins and streamlined bodies. The fossils look like dolphins. So even though they mentioned they were contemporaries of dinosaurs, means at the same time, we're looking for a word which means resemble. And the word resemble is look like. So the answer, quite simple, is dolphins. So dolphins is the answer and it is plural. Moving on now to the true, false, not given questions. Okay, questions 31 to 33, true, false, not given. So there's a clue here. There are three statements. Basically, I can't guarantee this, but one will be true, one will be false, and one will be not given. Don't jump ahead. Don't move to any other part of the reading. Stay in the same place. And, well, the first one, 31, says... Turtles were among the first group of animals to migrate back to the sea. There's no evidence of this. Don't waste time looking around. You know, use your time wisely. Um, skip that. Go to the next one, 32. See if you can find a definite false and a definite true. 32. It is always difficult. Now, if there's a word like always, it's usually wrong because you'll find in the text it's not always true. <laughs> so 32 says it is always difficult to determine where an animal lived when its fossilized remains are incomplete. So you're looking for something about fossils, a key word in IELTS I've talked about before, fossils and fossilized. Um, can you decide where the animal lived from its fossils when they are incomplete. So you quickly find fossils and where we said fossils looked at like dolphins. Um, it says, um, sometimes it's obvious, uh, sorry, go back a little bit. You might wonder how we can tell whether fossil animals lived on land or in water especially if only fragments are found. So fragments meaning it is incomplete. Sometimes it's obvious and that's your answer. Sometimes it is obvious but with turtles it's a little less obvious. So it is not always difficult. So 32 is false. 33, the habitat of ichthyosaurs. So you're in the same place, you're still with the ichthyosaurs. The habitat of ichthyosaurs can be determined by the appearance 
of their fossilized remains. So do we know the habitat of ichthyosaurs, where they lived from their fossils? Uh, what does it say? So it says the fossils look like dolphins and they surely lived like dolphins in the water. So yes, the fossils tell you that they, the ichthyosaurs were reptilian contemporaries of the dinosaurs with fins, like fish, and streamlined bodies. They look like dolphins and surely lived like dolphins in the water. So yes, 33 is true. You can tell the habitat by their fossil remains. So, as I said, 31 not given, 32 false, 33 true. You can pretty much guarantee you will have one of each if there are three questions. Moving on now to the second half of the text, which is the workflow and the final question 40. Okay, now let's look at the flow chart I mentioned. I think I called it a workflow. That's a different thing, sorry. This is a flow chart. So this is divided into four steps and the title is Method of Determining Where the Ancestors of Turtles and Tortoises Came From. And as I mentioned before, it breaks up the text very nicely because step one starts with 71 species of living turtles and tortoises were examined and a total of something were taken from the bones. So a total of tells us that we're looking for a number and the were following tells us that we're looking for a plural number. So in that paragraph where it mentions 71 species, first of all, it says they obtained three measurements in these bones of 71 species. And then they say they used a kind of graph paper to plot the three measurements. So they mention it twice. The answer is that, three measurements. And you are allowed two words and or a number. Step two, so stay in the same place. The, the data, it says, the data was recorded on a something. So how did they record the data? The data was the three measurements and it says they used a kind of triangular graph paper. So I found this difficult because I wanted to say triangular graph paper, which is three words. You're only allowed two words. So believe it or not, the answer is a graph, which I guess makes sense. Um, I don't know why it's graph paper in the text, but that's how it is. But you could say triangular graph and that would be correct. Question 36, the outcome. Now, this is vocabulary which either you know or you don't. If you don't know it, I think because it's so unusual, you could guess that this is the word you need. 
Land tortoises were represented by a dense something of points towards the top. A dense something of points towards the top. So, what does it say? All the land tortoise species formed a tight cluster of points in the upper part of the triangle. Look at how exact that is. So it's got um, land tortoises um, were represented by a dense something of points towards the top. So looking at the synonyms, it says all the land tortoise species formed a tight cluster of points. So a tight cluster of points is a dense cluster of points. So the word is cluster and you can work that out easily using these synonyms. So the upper part of the triangle is the top part of the triangle. Step three says the same data was collected from some living something species. So this is where your biology comes in handy. And in the text it says um, there was no overlap except when they added some species that spend time both in water and on land. Of course, that's far too many words. But then the next sentence, it says, these amphibious species show up blah, blah, blah. So when it says these amphibious species, amphibious means the species that spend time in water and on land. The word we need is just amphibious, amphibious. It's A-M-P-H-I-B-I-O-U-S. And if you saw my Instagram uh, live video today, I showed you where that was on the animal classification chart. For example, amphibious is a frog, apparently. Yes. So the word there is amphibious. Then step three, it says... Oh, sorry, that was step three. But the next gap, because there are two gaps in step three, it says the outcome. The points for these species turned out to be positioned about something up the triangle between the land tortoises and the sea turtles. So we're looking for a position. Where were these points and they were somewhere between the land tortoises and the sea turtles. And the only thing you can find, which is a position, it says these amphibious species show up on the triangular graph approximately halfway between the wet sea turtles and the dry land tortoises. So where on the graph? Approximately halfway. Halfway is one word, so you can put approximately halfway, but the most important word is halfway. Last gap is 39. So it talks about these um, Latin names for these creatures that I don't know what they mean, like P. Quenstedti 
and P. talampiensis. You can find those easily by the italics. And it says their bones were examined in a similar way and the results added. Outcome, the position of the points indicated that both these ancient creatures were something. So, what were they? Well, it says, says in the text, the bones of the P blah 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 and the P blah 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 leave us in no doubt. Both these fossils were dry land tortoises. Now, you can see in the text, dry land is one word because it's an adjective to describe the tortoises. So either it's one word or there's a hyphen between dry and land. And if there's a hyphen, that means it is one word. It's important to know that. Question 40, last one, is one of these questions where it's asking you to say what the writer's purpose was really and you can go to the last paragraph in the text for this you don't have to read the whole thing again it says question 40 choose the correct letter a b c or d according to the writer the most significant thing about tortoises is that a they are able to adapt to life in extremely dry environments so remember, we're looking to what the writer thought was significant. So A, they can adapt to life in dry environments. B, their original life form was a kind of primeval bacteria. I don't think they even mentioned that, so skip B. C, they have so much in common with sea turtles, possibly. Or D, they have made the transition from sea to land more than once. At the start of this podcast, I told you that after I read it five times, I finally realised that that's what the main objective of this text was. But that's my fault, really. Um, it is pretty clear. And it says in the last paragraph, um, so we're looking for what was the most uh, what did it say? Significant. The most significant thing that they've made the transition from sea to land more than once. And sorry, I can't find it in the text now. There's something where it says remarkable. It definitely says remarkable in the last paragraph. Where's it gone? Uh, do, 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 do. This suggests that modern land tortoises have not stayed on land continuously. Rather, their ancestors were among those who went back to the water and they then re-emerged onto the land in relatively more recent times. I can't see remarkable there. I'm sure it was. Anyway, that is the answer. The answer is... Um, it, the answer is D. They have made the transition from sea to land more than once. And that um, comes in the last line that they re-emerged back onto the land in relatively recent times. Uh, right, that is it. I cannot see Remarkable now, but I know it's there somewhere. I'll put that on my website. I will find it. Okay, 
Thank you very much for listening to this long and difficult text, even if you understood nothing <laughs> about the text of tortoises and turtles. The main thing is that you're getting closer and closer to understanding what IELTS texts want from you. They do test very specific vocabulary. You can prepare for that, but you can also use these strategies that I talk about in my podcasts. I hope that has helped a little bit. Do let me know if you have any requests and um, I will try and help you with them. Okay, bye-bye for now. Read, leave me a review if you find these useful. Bye.